I am super excited about this episode. You are going to hear from Danielle Canty. Now, Danielle is the co-founder, the president, and the CEO of Boss Babe. Boss Babe may be an Instagram account that you know of, but it is also a multi-million dollar business. Danielle and her co-founder, Natalie, built from scratch this multi-million dollar business in just two years. She's going to talk about how she got the idea to do it, how she was side hustling through it for a long, long time, like working a full-time job and building this business, like just very recently quitting her full-time job or her business that she built um, before this. And she's going to tell us how she did it. Three things, three things to pay attention to on how she did this in just two years. Ever wonder how some people seem to get a ton of media coverage and you don't? Welcome to Become a Media Maven, where TV reporter, host, and news contributor Christina Nicholson shares years of media experience to help you get the media attention you and your business deserve. And now, to help you master your media coverage, Christina Nicholson. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me on the Become a Media Maven podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited for you to be here. I was on your podcast. Now Mm -hmm. you are on mine. I love it. Um, And you are the COO of Boss Babe. And Boss Babe is like everything. So if anybody (laughs) listening is not familiar, quickly tell us what it is and then like go way back and tell us where you got the idea to start it. Oh, I love that question. And it's going to take us on such a little road trip. So basically, um, Boss Babe is the fastest growing online community of ambitious women. And we have been, it's been a very, very interesting journey. So like you said, I'm the CEO and president and co-founder, along with my now business wife, (laughs) Natalie Ellis. And um, I'll take you back to when Natalie and I first met and a little bit on my journey, because I feel like that is really the base of where Boss Babe began. Because for those of, well, I can say those of you who don't know, but a lot of you won't know that I was actually a chiropractor before. That was like the, what I studied at university and I'm from the UK. And so I graduated from chiropractic school and decided that I wanted to work in a certain area. And I actually got, ended up getting headhunted for a job, which was amazing. And my career had kind of, you know, it was planned out. I knew that I wanted to have my own clinic someday. And I've kind of guessed that I would be in that area for a long time. And it would be a very like average UK life, right? But what quickly started happening, there were two things. So first of all, um, I was always really ambitious. And at the age of 22, 23, I said to my um, boss at the time, I was like, I want to buy your clinic. And he was like, what? I said, yeah, I want to buy your clinic. And I think he was so taken aback by the fact I'd be so open to say. He just did not know what to say. Um, but basically, fast forward um, two years and a lot of backwards and forwards and um, another partner coming in, I actually became the youngest shareholder of the fastest growing um, primary healthcare brand in the UK. And that was going on a certain trajectory. And I absolutely loved it. I loved being a chiropractor. I loved helping people. And I loved the business side. And I was pretty good at it. Um, I kind of, as when I started, I'd made lots of changes. And I was I was always really good at piecing dots together. And so I was able to um, double our revenue and triple our profits within the first 18 months of me taking over the clinic that I was at. 
and it was great. But what happened in 2016, I went on a skiing holiday with my family and it was a beautiful day, like blue skies. Um, we were all out and we were having an absolutely fantastic time. And my dad, brother and husband are all super competitive, right? And so we hit this beautiful run. It was a really steep run. And the boys kind of, I say the boys, <laughs> they kind of set off. And what happened was my dad um, hit a, a, a kind of a mound of snow at such um force and such pace that he ended up having an accident where he fractured his pelvis and was ended up being helicoptered off the slope. Now, it turned out it was pretty serious. He um, ended up having to have huge surgery all on his hip, pins, plates, and he wasn't actually able to sit up for three months. But what happened was whilst we were out there, we were in France at the time, Whilst we were there, I was sorting out all the insurance paperwork. My mum, because it was always my dad who had dealt with that kind of side of things. And we were towards the end of our holiday. So, I mean, this was like five, five, four or five days into a seven-day holiday. And because of how serious my dad's accident was and all the assessments and stuff that they had to do, when it came to him having the operation, it was the day that I actually had to fly home. Um, and I had to fly home because I had to get back to my clinic. I had to get back to work. I had to be there at a set time and set place. And what I realized was that I had no freedom. Like I was had no freedom in my life. It was being dictated to. I didn't have a choice that I could stay there. I, I had to get back and I felt like I had these kind of, not chains on me, but this kind of, you know, something inside me was saying, hang on a minute. Like you, you, I had lived my life in 15 minute appointments. I lived my life in a set time, a set place every single day. And I realized that actually that wasn't where I wanted to be anymore. I'd changed since the 14 year old that I was when I decided I wanted to go into chiropractic. I was now, you know, um, heading into my later twenties and thinking, well, hang on a minute, this isn't necessarily where I wanted to be. And so it sent me on this kind of path of going okay well what else is out there you know when I did decide to be a chiropractor I was young and I didn't know there were so many options I know I don't know if it's the same for you Christina but when you get given like your career pamphlet at school and you're like pick a career and it's like a doctor a lawyer a, you know a plumber a electrician like any all of these um jobs you know but actually what you realize as you get older there are so many opportunities out there there are so many roles that you can play and actually sometimes there are different things that are suited for you and so I played with this and I was like, well, hang on a minute, what else is out there? What do I love doing? And how do I help create more impact? And how do I actually teach people what I know? So I actually trained to be a business coach. I was like, right, I'm gonna, I've been pretty successful in business so far. Um, let me teach other people. And as part of that, I flew out to LA. No, I actually flew out to yeah LA and then went down to San Diego to Brendan Bouchard's event. I don't know if you guys have heard of Brendan Bouchard, but he's a fantastic um, high-performance coach and actually a really great friend of mine now. He's phenomenal. And I actually went out there and I, my husband and I went. It was a five-day high-performance um seminar or conference in um, San Diego and that is where I met Natalie my co-founder of Boss Babe. So from there we were 
Natty and I met through a mutual friend. So she was there at the same time as me. And um, we ended up having dinner. It was really funny. One night, everybody else wanted to go um, out drinking. And we were like, no, we're here. We're here to learn. Um, so let's just go for a meal and let's get an early night and let's work out in the morning. And we just basically built a friendship. And over time, like after after we left um, San Diego, Natty and I just stayed in contact. And what we realized is that we had a really, really aligned um, mission. We had very aligned values. And actually, we realized that we wanted a lot of the same things we wanted. We were really passionate about women gaining financial freedom. We were really ambitious. We really were passionate about ambition not being a dirty word. You know, previously, it felt like, oh, I can't say I'm ambitious, or I can't say I want this, or I can't say I want that. And Nancy and I were really on the same page with that. So I was went back to the UK. She was in San Francisco at the time. And we had a long distance friendship and we would just keep sending things backwards and forwards. And then one day she came to me and said, hey, I've got this idea for the society. Now, the society is our membership for female entrepreneurs. And we say it's where female entrepreneurs connect, build and grow. And we help people go from startup to six figures in their business. And she came to me with this idea um, of this membership. And I was like, oh, this would be fantastic. And if we added this, this and this in, it would be even better. And she's like, shall we do it together? And that's where it was. So we started um, the society and Natalie was already working. A Boss Babe um, Instagram account already existed at that point. So her and Alex are working on a Boss Babe Instagram account at that time. But Alex wanted to go on to something new. And so we said to Natalie, um, Alex, well, we'll take it over together. And so that's what we did in two, February 2018. We took the Instagram account over with I had about 300,000 followers at time. And now we're in 2020 with 2.1 million even. And we have managed to create a the most amazing community, most amazing community of supportive, ambitious women that collaborate over competition, that they're there for each other. And we educate them. We provide resources that educate them from anything from the membership to Instagram to we have some very exciting new products coming out as well. So yeah, we really really enjoying this time and just being able to give back um, to women and allow them a place where they feel at home okay so it started with the society which is the membership mm-hmm. program the instagram is insane like for those of y'all who don't yeah. already follow it is bossbabe.inc on instagram and mm-hmm. like i feel like every freaking saying that is posted <laughs> needs to be put on a t-shirt like it is the best instagram account that you could follow thank you it is so good and then you also are consistently releasing podcast episodes on your podcast as well as blog posts I am a contributor to boss Mm -hmm. babe so I contribute to those blog posts I mean it is super helpful for anybody in business and um both free content and paid content and is this this is your full-time thing right boss babe or do you have any other side hustles in addition to this (laughs) great question so this is one thing that I love talking about because it's really unique so like I said when we started boss babe um Natty was in San Francisco and I was in the UK and that was the case for two years so we built a multi-million dollar company on different sides of the world. Well, not different sides of the world, but different continents, right? With an eight hour time difference. So we had to get really, really good at talking to each other and really, really good with our um, communication. 
But basically, at that time as well, when we started, like if any of the women out here are listening with a side hustle, um, I was all in on Boss Babe, but I also had responsibilities. And I also needed to make sure, you know, we weren't doing this. We weren't sure 100% how it was going to go. And so I actually carried on um, with my chiropractic career. And I was actually treating in clinic, although, although I had cut it down dramatically, I was actually treating in clinic up until September 2019. And I still have my businesses at that point. Because when, like a lot of people know, if you have businesses, it's not just something you can walk away from. I had commitments. Um, and so I had to make sure I got my ducks in a row um, in that respect. So yeah, I was basically doing um, the CEO and president role while still running my other clinics and treating patients. So it was a wild two years to say the, the least. But I do think what's really important is that when what got me through is when you're so driven by something, like when your why is so powerful, you find that energy. And that's what I found was that my why was so powerful for my dad having that accident that I did, that I wanted freedom. My why was so powerful that I wanted to help more women. And the more we could see women being positively impacted by what we were sharing and the things that we are creating, the more I realized it was no longer about me. The more I could dig in and find those bits of energy, the more I could say, hey, I need to get up early and I need, and I want to work late because I want to produce something that, you know, women can count on, that women are educated by, that women can have actionable steps to actually make changes in their life so my whys became so powerful that even though I was juggling two things I could do it because I was so focused I love this because so many people make the excuse of oh I don't have time because I have a full job Mm full-time job or I don't have time because I have kids and it's like no 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 (laughs) it's how you prioritize your time yeah, and 100%. I want to hear about how you built Boss Babe to a multi-million dollar company because, mm-hmm. A, it's just amazing that you did that, period. B, y'all did this in two years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it has been a whirlwind, but I think the, the foundations of business are the same, right? And for me, the way I see things, the way that we have built Boss Babe is we have a set core of values and we abide by them day in day out and so one of our core values is consistency so we are super consistent in the sense that we post three times every single day without fail on social media that's how we grew and the second way that we show up consistently is what people can expect from us people know that if they come to boss babe they are going to get a set standard they are going to get the very similar content each time is in the sense that it's going to be it's, it's aimed at female entrepreneurs it's aimed at ambitious women we're not trying to show up for men we're not trying to show up for um everybody we we provide amazing content for us like a niche right and that's what's really really important and what's really really us to double down on that the second piece is value so consistency and value will be the things that I would say have driven our most success and when I say about being consistent in the sense of on social media we also make sure that is va- backed up by valuable content we're not just putting out any old thing there is so much effort and thought that goes into our quotes there is so much effort and thought that goes into our presentations there's so much effort and thought one goes that goes into the society you know everything that we're doing we're always like how can we bring more value um we are always life is always going to throw us at things um so what we always make sure we're doing is going okay right well how can we actually make that into a value add for our members we deeply deeply care about people and actually one thing I always speak about um, when I've spoken on stage before is that 
I was never the best chiropractor, right? I was never the most skilled chiropractor. I did not have the most knowledge, but I was the busiest across our clinics. And the reason that was, was because I cared. I outcared my competition. I would ring, if I knew that someone had, had, you'd come in a lot of pain, they were going through something, I would ring them the next day and just make sure that they were okay. I went above and beyond, beyond with not customer service, but customer experience. And I think that's really important. What we've always tried to do in Boss Babe as well is really actually go above and beyond. People will know if they DM us, nine times out of 10, they're going to get a reply back. We're in the society. Natalie and I actually hang out in the society. I will just go in there and do impromptu lives if I feel that it's going to offer value and service to those who are already in there. The same with any of our courses, our Instagram Growth Accelerator course. Natalie will pop in there. We're always in our communities, making sure that we are consistent with doing that, but also that we're always offering value. And I think that's been a lot of our success. And then actually, I said too, but the third thing I think is is just making sure that we are focused and so you know right now a lot of people can be distracted and like you said a lot of people are like oh I'm too busy for this too busy for that but when you are focused and when you're like no this is where I'm going this is my north star this is where I'm heading and you're consistently offering value along that track you'll get there and I think those are kind of the combination that we've applied that's really kind of allowed us to accelerate and gain so much momentum. I love that. Consistency, value, and being focused. And those three things work very well together. I think the biggest struggle for people listening is probably being consistent because Mm -hmm. people, again, they, they make excuses on why they can't be consistent or they try it for a week, two weeks, maybe a month, and they get impatient. And they're like, oh, well, I was consistent and it's not working. So maybe Mm -hmm. I need to go do something else. What do you say to those people? You're so right. And it really is something that a lot of people struggle with. So there's a few things that we always recommend doing. And I'm going to bring it back. And people have heard me talk about this a few times already in this podcast. It's coming back to your why. I really do think it is so important that you understand what is motivating you to do it in the first place. Because entrepreneurship, business, it's a roller coaster ride. You're going to have ups and you're also going to have downs, which is completely normal, but you need to accept them, okay? And I always say, like, you can't feel the highs without feeling the lows. And if you were just a complete flatline, that would be boring, right? But you really need to understand, like, why are you doing this? And one thing that really has helped me, like I said earlier, was not necessarily what I'm doing for myself, but how it's going to impact others around me, including not only, you know, the mission that I truly believe in, but also, like, my family and friends. And actually, when what's so beautiful about this it's actually when you start being that positive light when you start being that person who's chasing their dreams other people around you will start chasing theirs I'm like, oh wow there might be a little bit of resistance from the ministry but after that they'll start going huh she's actually doing that look how dedicated she is to that that's actually inspiring I'm going to try mine and that has really kept me going in my why seeing the positive impact that that's had on my family too and seeing how that I can be a leader in that um the second piece I think with consistency is really just making sure you're setting um realistic goals every single day or realistic tasks every single day and what I mean by that is let's take the getting healthy and fit for an example right a lot of people go right I'm gonna lose five pounds and I'm gonna go to the gym six times a week and let's face it most people 
are not going to be consistently going to the gym from six times a week if they've never worked out before, right? It's an unrealistic goal to set yourself. And this is where a lot of people fail, right? They put them these goals so high that when they don't achieve them, what happens is they lose confidence. And when they lose confidence, they give up. And that is the thing that everyone needs to understand. So what happens is when you are, let's say you set yourself a task. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. Just one day ahead, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. And you do that, you are going to feel so good about yourself. You're going to, endorphins are going to be released. You're going to feel a high, like, oh, I can do this. I set myself a goal. I did it. And oh my goodness, I feel so much better. And now I'm going to say, hey, do you know what? I'm going to go two days later. And when you do that one, you're going to go and you're going to feel amazing and your confidence is going to grow. And so what I would say in business is people need to do is don't just set these huge monumental things around saying, oh my goodness, I'm going to start my business and in a year I'm going to, I'm going to be earning a million dollars. Because if you don't get on that path and you don't start hitting those um, goals straight away, you're going to feel really deflated and harden yourself and you're going to want to give up. So what I would always recommend is that you set a good, better and a best goal. Okay. This is how we do it. So you might be, um, okay, I would like to, let's say someone's got a high side hustle. I'd like to earn a thousand dollars next month. Right. So you can set that. That's my good goal. But my better goal might be actually, right, I'm going to try and earn 1,500. And my best goal might be, do you know what? I'm going to try and earn $3,000. So what happens now is you have these goals in front of you, right? And you are pushing towards that best goal, that $3,000 goal. You're really, really going to push for that. And when you push for that goal, you're actually going to gain momentum in your action items. You're going to be thinking, well, hang on a minute. I need to be doing that. I need to be making more calls. I need to be finishing that website. I need to be launching X, Y, and Z. And you're really going to start thinking on a bigger scale. But also, if you hit that $1,000 goal, you are going to feel so good because actually that was your good goal and you still hit that. Even if you didn't hit the 3000 but by aiming for the 3000 you actually made it even more achievable to hit the $1,000 goal. Does that make sense? Yes, I love it. I am all about the goal setting and then like backtracking to get those mm-hmm. small tasks to hit the goal. And what you said reminds me a lot about just creating habits and yeah. the book Atomic Habits. Have you read that? I have. I love that book. It is so good. I'm going to link to it in the show notes because I think, I mean, it applies to everything you just said professionally, but also personally, like it applies to everything and it teaches you how to create good habits and how to break bad habits and why it's so easy to just keep a bad habit and so hard to create a good habit, but he really breaks it down to, um, to make it doable for people. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. Um, I want to go back before we hit the multi-million dollars and it's just you and Natalie mm-hmm. and you guys are making some money with your society and your membership program. And then you're slowly starting to grow. When yeah. did you guys, cause for me, when I started building a team I definitely started too late. I let myself get overworked and stressed out and miserable. When did you guys say, okay, there needs to be more people than just you and me? And when and how did you start building that team to help you guys? 
Oh, I love this question. I love teaching on this, actually. Um, I teach this in our mastermind because hiring is like a really, a really big thing. So It's the worst. Are, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> find it so stressful. I actually love it, but I think it's because I've really managed to like build a lot of systems around it. But for anyone who's a solopreneur, what I always say is when you're a solopreneur, it's really easy to like ignore systems because it's all in your head and you don't really need them. But even pre-hiring, so honestly, take people back if they're literally just starting out. I think it's really important that people start making creating systems so they create make sure all their folders are neat and tidy they actually start creating processes maybe they even start using asana like a project management software we i did actually a, a podcast recently and i was called about how to create a playbook so actually you can create processes and link them into a, a playbook which kind of becomes like the index to your business but what's really important is if you do this as you go along when you come to hire someone it is like so in there, not stressful because you've actually got things that you can plug them into because what most entrepreneurs do is like, like you said, Christina, you wait so long. You're like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh my goodness. I am so busy. I have no time. I need to hire. And guess what takes time? <laughs> Hiring. Hiring and training takes time. And so you need to be planning for that. And if I would always say that if someone's starting to head into, okay, if I look at my capacity right now and I'm kind of at like 80, 85%, then that's when you start the ball rolling with hiring and starting to go, okay, well, look, I know that I'm going to be needing this. I'm going to start putting the groundwork in. And there's a couple of things I always recommend people do is have a sheet of paper next to you whilst you're working for a week and write down things that your tasks that you're doing that you don't want to be doing. So hang on a minute, I'm doing this and actually no good at this. Or hang on a minute, I'm doing this and I hate doing this. Or hang on a minute, this is so simple. It's an admin task. And write those down on a piece of paper. And so what will happen then is you can then look over and go, okay, yeah, I'm actually ready to hire this social media person. Or I am ready to hire this VA because now I've got four tasks that they can be doing on the daily, which is actually going to free me up two hours every single day. So really just starting to plan ahead for that and uh, making that list is really, really crucial. And so the third thing is I know a lot of people have side hustles and they feel like they need to do every single job in their business themselves. But what I did, and you were just asking around like how Natalie and I decided to bring people on, we prioritized Natalie, Natalie's salary to begin with because she was full-time in it. I had other income. So what we did was rather than bringing me in full-time, we made a conscious decision to keep me part-time. I knew I could work super, super hard on this. And actually I was probably working like, you know, 60, 70 hours a week, but I was okay with that because I fully and truly believed in it. But what we did was we actually hired people earlier on than me full-time because guess what? They actually had they were cheaper than I would be leaving my role, okay? So I want everyone to think about that who is has a side hustle. Before you quit your job full-time, think about, okay, or even drop some more hours. Think about how much do I get paid hourly in that rate? And are there tasks on that list that I can outsource that are cheaper for me to pay somebody else to, okay? So let's say you're over here getting $40 an hour, but you can pay somebody else $25 an hour to do some of those tasks that you don't like. It makes sense to keep your your other job longer whilst you're building your side hustle and that's what Natalie and I did as we were growing boss we were very very calculated about what we brought me into and what we didn't so that we could plow as much back into the business as possible and started growing our team organically from there totally that makes sense and when you get into that in addition to just dealing with the people aspect of hiring you also get into money mindset issues as well because you're giving away some of your money yeah completely and I think that's something that every 
everyone should always work on their money mindset. I really believe that because I was never from a wealthy background. And as I have grown with boss babe I've had to do so much work on that and what's really amazing actually is the people that you meet along the way and how they consistently show up and a lot of times you put other people on pedestals and you think oh it's easy for them like they've not had to do that but when you get close to those people you really realize how much they do they do what they say they practice what they preach and so anyone who is kind of feeling like oh I do have this money hang up then Go and, go and invest time in overcoming that. Because if you really want to make a difference and you really want to change, you actually have to invest time in changing. I actually, I also say, like, we do um, with our clients the Wheel of um, the wheel of Life. Have you done that before? I have The not. exercise. So you basically split your life into eight categories. Um, so things like finances, career, um, health, family, friends. And there's eight of these categories and you mark them out of 10 with how satisfied you are with each category. And one of the, I always say like, it doesn't matter where all those categories are. If you are not a 10 on your personal development, you should be getting to a 10 because until you start adding in all your, any extra time and resources into personal development, none of those other categories are going to increase. You're not going to increase in your career. You're not going to increase in your business. You're not going to have, um, you know, happier conversations with family and friends because you have to bring that. You have to educate yourself on mindset. You have to educate yourself on how to show up as your best self every day. And I truly believe that's what's really important. And so when we all take responsibility for our personal development and how we show up every day, that those holding yourself accountable to that is a really fundamental part of growing a business. I love that. Okay. I think, okay, now that you explained it, I think I did do the way of life, but it was a while mm-hmm. ago. So I definitely mm-hmm. need to revisit because hello, so much has changed since yeah. the last we time do I did every, it. I do it with my husband every year and it's really, it's really nice to do it together actually, because then you can really see that like, where he's happy and where he's not and where I'm happy, where we're not. And then we have a conversation around, okay, how, how can I support you in getting that from a five to a six? And that's the other thing. It's not about jumping from a five to a 10. It's just about, okay, how can I take that up one extra point? Like, how can I just gain a little bit more happiness in that area? And also it feels less overwhelming then. I think sometimes for anyone who is kind of feeling a little bit stuck in a rut and feeling like, oh, I want change, but I don't really know where to start. That's kind of a nice way to break it down. Awesome. Okay. In the show notes, I'm linking to so much. I'm linking to <laughs> bossbabe.com, your Instagram, the podcast, um, the membership program, all of the things. Is there anything else that you want to add that I should have asked or that we haven't touched on yet? Um, I think no, but I will say I would love for we'll link to the um, playbook as well, because I think people will find that really, really useful um, in the sense of actually understanding how to start organizing their businesses, because it's actually something I end up teaching on all the time, because no matter whether you're just starting out or whether you've got a six figure company or a seven figure company, it's something that's really, really important to to start with and you know it's very very hard to grow a business without good organization and so let's definitely link to that as well okay perfect we will link to that as well in the show notes thank you so much danielle no thank you it's been so much fun i love just sharing all this knowledge as well and hopefully um those listening have had lots to take away from it